Hello and welcome to a Dry Bones Ministries special podcast series on the consecration of St. Joseph. My name is Father Adam Potter and today is day 19. Today we're going to continue our journey in our preparation for a consecration to Jesus through St. Joseph by looking at his virtue of courage. Especially I want to focus on his flight into Egypt and how he was able to overcome the fears and the obstacles that came at him through this pursuit of good while staying focused on the Lord Jesus. Okay, well, if you're ready, let's begin as we always do in prayer, invoking the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our salutations to St. Joseph. Hail Joseph, image of God the Father. Hail Joseph, Father of God the Son. Hail Joseph, temple of the Holy Spirit. Hail Joseph, beloved of the Holy Trinity. Hail, Joseph, most faithful helper of the Great Council. Hail, Joseph, guardian of holy virgins. Hail, Joseph, great lover of poverty. Hail, Joseph, exemplar of meekness and patience. Hail, Joseph, model of humility and obedience. Blessed are you among men, and blessed are your eyes which have seen the things you saw. Blessed are your ears which have heard the things you heard. And blessed are your hands which have fondled the word made flesh. And blessed are your arms which have carried him who keeps all things in existence. And blessed is your bosom on which the Son of God fondly rested. And blessed is your heart aflame with the most ardent love. And blessed is the eternal Father who chose you. And blessed is the Son who loved you. And blessed is the Holy Spirit who sanctified you. And blessed is Mary, your spouse, who loved you as her spouse and brother. And blessed is the angel who guarded you, and blessed be forever all who bless and love you. The Memorari to St. Joseph Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, my spiritual father, and beg thy protection, O foster father of the Redeemer. Despise not my petitions, but in thy goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, well here we are, day 19. And uh, we have a great virtue to get in today, but the Lord just put it on my heart. Actually from one of you who's been following along and and reached out to me and offered this suggestion that um, I regret that I haven't done earlier, but the recommendation was to really speak to the amount of graces that are available right now. And as we're preparing for the consecration, maybe we're just thinking like, this is all building to this final day. And yet, every single day, especially in this year of St. Joseph, the church is so generous with grace in being this dispenser of, of graces. And so I just wanted to speak a word about the opportunities to obtain plenary indulgences. Now, the church always gives different opportunities for plenary indulgences, things like praying with scripture for a half hour, praying um, 
the Stations of the Cross in a public oratory, praying before the Blessed Sacrament for a half hour, praying the Rosary publicly, right? These things are always available. But right now, in this year of St. Joseph, every single day, there are opportunities for praying the Rosary, especially as a family. And then another one is reciting the Litany of St. Joseph, which we've been doing every single day. And there's a whole other list. I'll, in, I'll include the rest of the list in the show notes for you to check out if you want to see other ways to obtain plenary indulgences. But I wouldn't want us to miss it, to miss these opportunities for obtaining these indulgences. So hopefully you know this, but uh, for those of you who maybe don't, to obtain a plenary indulgence, there are a couple other conditions that are required. Um, because it's not just about saying these prayers in themselves, but also having a heart that's disposed to really receive God's grace and his mercy. So the first one is a sacramental confession. The church says that this has to be within about a, a week before or a week after. The other th- condition is Eucharistic communion. Third, the prayers for the Holy Father's intentions, usually in Our Father, Hail Mary, and the glory of E suffice. And then there is this important condition that it's to be done with the greatest um, detachment from sin as possible. So, indulgences can always be applied to oneself or to one of the faithful departed, those souls that we um, believe, presume, are still in purgatory, although maybe they've gone through the final purgation or with the Lord forever in heaven. Please God. If not, though, we can offer that offer it for them. So, um, what would it look like to receive a plenary indulgence every single day? Well, you wouldn't have to go to confession every single day. I would recommend it, these have to be done in a state of grace. Okay. I would recommend, especially as, uh, we would be seeking to obtain plenary indulgences that we would be going to confession every two weeks to make sure that our hearts are disposed that we can do this in the best way possible. But to receive a plenary indulgence every single day, that would mean that I would be going to um, Holy Communion, receiving the Eucharist every single day, and praying for the intentions of the Holy Father every single day. Now, those don't have to be done on the exact same day, but especially if you want to receive this, uh, these indulgences every day, that would be the idea. So hopefully hopefully that made, made sense. Um, shoot, maybe... <laughs> Maybe a further question or even behind this is even just like, why indulgences at all? Maybe I should have started this before I went through the whole explanation. Like, why should I care about this? Um, There's just an understanding of whenever we've done something wrong, whenever we've offended someone, but especially God, we damage that relationship. And depending on how bad we offend the person or wrong them, we can even rupture it to the point of separating it all together, thinking the difference between a venial sin and a mortal sin, a mortal sin that actually separates our relationship. So whenever we go to receive God's mercy, ordinarily through the sacrament of confession, Jesus gave priests this ability in John chapter 20. Check it out. It's scriptural. Um, there's this remission of the eternal punishment due to sin. That because of our sin, we merit hell. We deserve hell. <laughs> and yet, through God's mercy, infinite, unfathomable mercy, he says, okay, I forgive you. You do not have this eternal punishment. And yet, we would say that there's still a temporal punishment due to sin. To put it in other words, maybe a, a residue 
right? Maybe some healing that still needs to have happened in our life to repair the damage done to this relationship. I'll give you an example, and this is an extreme example, but just to illustrate the point, I think about infidelity in a marriage where one of the one of the parties has grievously offended the other and done serious damage. And they could come back with the with the most sincere apology and understanding of just the pain that has that they have caused and maybe in a, a moment of great generosity and mercy the other forgives them Say, okay i forgive you what you did just so hurtful but i forgive you but i don't trust you yet might be a, a part of the response right like i forgive you <laughs> we're back we're good but i don't fully trust you yet Right? And so on the, on the party that's offended and hurt the relationship, they would have to do concrete things to build up that trust, to build back that relationship and to heal it, right? And so in, in an analogous way, this is what we have to do because of our sins, especially habitual sins or grievous sins. We have to work to heal that relationship, but more heal our own hearts so that God's mercy can truly be enacted and enlivened in our own lives. There's another great explanation that I'll put in the, the show notes that um, explains it much better than I just tried to do, but um, I hope that was helpful just to appreciate why we would go through these different opportunities for indulgences and why they're so important for us and then even through our intercession to offer them for those who are in their final stages to the beatific vision, the glory of heaven. Great. Well, if you're with me with that, then um, let's try and take full advantage of that in our our days in this um, consecration preparation. With that said, a brief word about our petition today. In this litany of St. Joseph, we say, Joseph, most courageous, pray for us. This is a great virtue that is so needed today in our own hearts and our our world. And to be able to look at where it's enlivened and lived out in Joseph's uh, life and heart, be so good. First of all, courage. What is it? Um, A basic definition is this moral virtue that ensures a firmness in difficulties and constancies in the pursuit of good, right? So it's a pursuing of what's good, what's right. And it's this firmness that even with the difficulties, the obstacles, the persecution, the suffering, even the fear of death or anything else, I'm steadfast. I'm pursuing it. The root word is core, which means heart, right? Which I love, right? So to be courageous is with one's heart to choose, to will the good that you're pursuing over the fear that might distract you or keep you um, locked in on yourself. Courage, right? (laughs) Not easy. And it's always in opposition to um, something that's fearful or just true suffering or persecution. Joseph lived out this virtue in so many ways. And the way that resonates with me most profoundly is his flight into Egypt. And it's in this that I I see Joseph in his father's heart, his husband's heart. And here he is, right, waking up from this dream from the angel that says, take the mother and the child and flee to Egypt. And just to like, to only imagine what was going through his mind, his heart, maybe, maybe doubting, maybe second guessing, or maybe just recognizing 
I have no idea what's in the desert. I have no idea what's in Egypt. I don't have any contacts there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find housing. And even then, just like that journey too, to go out into the desert, it is long and it is treacherous. If you've ever been to the Holy Land or anywhere out in um, in Egypt, it's bleak. It's rough. And especially, that's just like today, 2,000 years ago. And here's Joseph though having to trust that the Lord will be with him, that the Lord will give him everything that he needs. And even to consider what Mary was then invited to as well. I mentioned this earlier that in this way of Joseph being the head of the family, the angel, as far as we know, didn't explain it to Mary. And so Mary is, has to take the child and truly trust that Joseph will have this fortitude, this courage, this strength to bring them to where they need to be. And what we love about Joseph's courage is that it isn't this like fake machismo that's just like taking on risks for the sake of risks. Like oftentimes that's foolishness. No, he's doing this for what's truly good. And who is goodness itself, but the Lord. And so all of Joseph's courageous and virtuous acts are all ordered to Jesus, faithfulness to the, to the Lord. And so yeah, I was thinking um, in reading the for the readings today, it's Mother Angelica who famously said that old men don't walk to Egypt. And so in this virtue of courage, we see truly a manly strength. This just, it wasn't easy. And so all of the op- oppositions, all of the difficulties, Joseph was able, and even we can presume in his youthfulness, to bring Mary and to bring Jesus these extra 40, 50 miles all the way from Bethlehem to Egypt after having just gone all the way from Nazareth down the 80 miles from Nazareth down to Bethlehem, right? This is not just an old wearied man. This is a young man who's able to protect and guard with great courage his family and bring them to their destination. A good question for us today is maybe just to to pray about where do I need this virtue of courage? Where in my life, um, in my own personal life, in my family, in my uh, friend circle, work circle, wherever, like where do I need this virtue of courage, right? In facing fear, opposition, mockery, or just to throw out um, being canceled, right? That like we, there's so many ways that we can be tempted to give into this fear and just to stay quiet, to stay in our homes, to not live the, the way that we know is true and right, and especially in the level of faith. Just keep your faith to yourself. Keep that in your home. Keep that in the privacy of your own life. Don't talk about it. Don't impose that on me. And right now, I think a lot of us need this courage to do what's right, to do what's good. For souls are on the line, starting with our own souls and just needing to be faithful even unto death. And courage begets courage. Whenever we um, live out this virtue of courage, we empower others to be courageous as well, as well, to also to come out and to live this and to witness to the faith that they have. So ah, it's with this that we need prayers. It's with this that we need to just throw our lives, our hearts right into the most chaste and courageous heart of Joseph. So with that, let's turn to prayer, especially this litany and calling on Joseph's intercession. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. 
Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray for us. Light of patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God, pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph most courageous, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of domestic life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church, pray for us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and Prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector. You who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of St. Joseph and our blessed mother Mary, all the saints and all the angels, may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord for another day completed. Let's keep our eyes focused on the Lord. Um, I'd encourage you, as I usually do, please, if you um, are enjoying these videos, please like them. Uh, comment as well. Let me know how you're doing, where you're at right now, what's been good, what's been helpful, what would you like to see more of as we keep going. Um, as always, let's, let's keep each other in, in prayer, especially as we try to take on more and more of these virtues of Joseph that through his intercession, we might more fully become the saints we're called to be. God bless you all. Look forward to being with you tomorrow. And St. Joseph, pray for us.